This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and uh, I am uh, at the NFL uh, well, not the NFL. It's the Senior Bowl, the Reese Senior Bowl down in Mobile, Alabama. Matt's back in Pittsburgh. Uh, that means the uh, the draft stuff is starting to heat up here, Matt. And uh, we've gone over a few uh, drafts here, uh, mock drafts in the last few weeks. Uh, let's take a look at one that Pro Football Focus did. Okay. I know we we have our differences with some of their grading and stuff, but they they do do a good job on on a lot of this stuff. So uh, I, I do appreciate their draft coverage a great yeah. deal. You know, they, yeah. they dig in really deep. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, they've got Jacksonville with their first pick, taking Evan Neal, the uh, tackle out of Alabama. I lean more and more that way. I mean, it's awful is a wrong word, but the top of the draft is not strong. I mean, we know that. I would just get whatever would help Trevor Lawrence the best. And there's not a Andre Johnson, Calvin Johnson type receiver. So I'd just get him the best lineman I could, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, at two, Detroit takes Aiden Hutchinson. That's getting pretty chalky at this point. Yeah, I think they'd run to the podium <laughs> on that one. Tough guy from that area. I yeah. Mean, for that team. At three, this is interesting. They have the Houston Texans taking Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. Really? Okay. So we've seen him in the mocks we've reviewed go anywhere from three to 15. I mean, yeah. the one mock had him going to the Eagles, you know, and that position's like that. I mean, he's, Again, I'm not an expert on this yet, but I think you can make the argument that he's the best prospect in the whole class. It's just the position he plays is the negative. Right, right. And sometimes those guys are, you know, it depends on the defense too. What's the, what are the, what's the team looking for? Right, um, exactly. You know, some guys, some teams just, well, we're going to put some guys back at safety and they'll be all right. Other guys want a playmaker there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Coach, so who knows? Right. At four. The New York Jets pass on Kayvon Thibodeau and take Derek Stingley, the cornerback out of LSU. Kind of makes sense. Their corner position's much worse than their front, especially when you put Lawson backs in, in the mix. But that defense is more about front than coverage. And they, they do have two early first-round picks. I, you know, I wonder if they would pass on a guy like Thibodeau to, uh, to take a corner, you know, take the first corner off the board. Uh, that leaves the Giants and discrepancy if Singletary should even be the first corner. Right. There's that too. Yeah. Uh, the Giants then take Kayvon Thibodeau. Which I've said this a million times. If I were in charge of the Giants, I would take a tackle there and then Linderbaum, boom, boom. But if you're going to give me Thibodeau at five to put opposite like Aziz Ojolari and just kind of end that problem too. I can't argue that. I mean, you do play in the, in the division with the Cowboys. You know, mm -hmm. that's the team that you have to beat. Well, Dak, if you rush him and get a good rush on him, doesn't play as well. Not, not that a lot of quarterbacks do, sure. but uh, you got to pressure the quarterback. Uh, at six, the Carolina Panthers take Charles Cross, the offensive tackle out of Mississippi State. That's an easy one for me. I yeah. mean, be, or the NC State kid. But, right. I mean, give me best offensive line available or quarterback. At seven, the Giants then take Tyler Lindenbaum. Nice. Center out of Iowa. That'd be a nice haul for them. That'd you be get, a nice haul for you them. Get you, the, you get Thibodeau and Linderbaum. That's nice. Right. Yeah. I mean, without question. I mean, Linderbaum might be the best prospect in the draft. At nine, 
the Falcons take George Karloftis out of Purdue. Okay. He's another one that I think is pretty, well, him and the Michigan dude, it seems like they're fighting to be the third edge. And I think that'll be an interesting battle all the way up and up through this thing. Cause both are supposed to test extremely well too. Yeah. Um, should be interesting. Yeah. Um, at nine. The pass rush is so bad. Right. Right. Nine. This is where things go a little crazy here. The Denver Broncos take Desmond Ritter. Hmm. Okay. I've never seen him mock that high. Um, I don't know if, if, if this is pro football focus, right? So, I mean, maybe he yeah. grades better than the others. Um, I think nine is when you start to think quarterbacks. Definitely quarterback. Ball. I don't know if it's that quarterback, though. Right, right. I mean, the, the who is more important than the what. Yeah. At, ten, at 10, they have the Jets taking Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. Okay. Uh, all the mocks I see seem to think wide receiver is a bigger need for them than I do. But, you know, if you I, I understand it. it. You know, it's I can just, understand it. This seems like the Lawrence conversation. Right. That's exactly what I was just going to say. To make Wilson's life better. Yeah. At 11, the Washington football team takes Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati, cornerback. Hmm, okay. Do you think they would pass on Pickett or any quarterback they want for a corner? Maybe. Perhaps. I mean, I, you know, I think they thought they had that solved last year, and that did not turn out to be the case. 100%. Yeah. Uh, at 12, the Vikings take N'Kobe Dean, linebacker out of Georgia. I mean, that's the neighborhood. I think he's going to start to get consideration. Barr and Kendricks are there. Well, I guess we don't even know who their head coach is. So, I mean, that's a <laughs> so, Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> At 13, the Browns take Jamison Williams, wide receiver out of Alabama. Okay. I mean, the injury is the only knock on him. But right. we've said this 100 times. Wide receiver at 13 sure seems like a slam dunk. And there'll be I one. Uh, th that's one that's going to be tough to weigh. Like, is he going to be ready until November or before sure. no November of next year? You could be getting a great player. You yeah. could be getting a guy that takes two years to, to, uh, to get his stuff back coming off a major knee injury. You just don't know. Jeffrey Simmons. Right. You know, you just don't know. You don't know. And we'll know more come April on that than we do right. now. At 14, the Ravens take – Ikem Ekawanu, uh, offensive tackle out of North Carolina State. Far and away, the the farthest we've seen him drop. I Without mean, a doubt. Yeah. Go one in some of these mocks. Uh, how would they pass on him? Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. At 15, the Eagles, with their first pick, take Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. We just talked about him in the last segment. Yeah, again, hard to pass on. They've ignored linebacker forever. He does everything really well. You know, last segment we talked about how he might be the best player at the Senior Bowl. I, I was a little shocked that he even went to the Senior Bowl. I don't know that he needs to prove anything. Yeah, I agree. Uh, at 16, the Eagles with their second first-round draft pick take David Ajabu, the edge rusher out of Michigan. That's just who I was thinking about when we were talking about Carl Loftus is, you know, fighting for that third edge spot, uh, be an obvious successor to a guy like Brandon Graham. Pair him with sweat. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's 17. This is interesting. 
the Chargers take cornerback Trent McDuffie out of Washington. Hmm. A little earlier than I've seen him usually go, but I think they could use a big run stuffing D tackle. They could use a right tackle. And I think one more corner would help too. I mean, Samuel was good as a rookie, but they could use another. Yeah. Yeah. At 18, the Saints take Sam Howell, quarterback out of North Carolina. Okay. Interesting pick it hasn't gone yet to me. Right. The right. Saints could do, yeah. Quarterback or receiver seems pretty logical. For they almost have to take a quarterback. I would think so. <laughs> they almost have to. They yeah. can't afford to sign one. Right. With Sean Payton gone, who what quarterback's going to want to sign there? Oh, that's a ugly. With, with none of their wide, you know, they have no wide receivers, so it's it's a problem. It's a problem. At nineteen, the Eagles take Drake London, wide receiver out of USC. It's a pretty nice haul for Philadelphia. You get a absolutely at the end. You get a every down plug and play linebacker, and then the perfect complement for Devontae Smith. I'll be kind of surprised though if they take if they use all three of those first round picks. Me too. I think you trade one for a pick. You trade one for next year. I think you need Hertz insurance in case yeah. that doesn't work out. You need to have a little, a couple more cards in your hand, or trade out. You know, trade this pick because you, you. Let's say you get, you get a, a third round pick this year and a first round pick next year. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant. You, yeah, know, you know, so you're still getting, you're still going to get a pick this year that you can help your team with, mm-hmm. but you're also getting that that second first round pick this year, right? Are they at 19? They're at 19. They're at uh, 16 and 15. Okay. See what I'm going with. I could see somebody wanting to jump up ahead of the Saints to get a quarterback. And the Steelers, maybe. And the Steelers, potentially, yes. Yeah. I mean, a couple in this neighborhood that if you're, I don't know, I mean, someone that picks early second round that's a bad team or the Lions with their late first or, you know, any of those could say, let's get in that middle of the first round. Kenny Pickett's still available, and we'll give you the future first. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, that leaves it 20. They have the Steelers taking a quarterback, but it's Matt Corral. Okay. Um, the pecking order of the quarterbacks is to be determined. I mean, It's going to be fascinating. That's, that's one of the reasons why I'm here this week, actually. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably reason number one. And- yeah. Browse the only one you won't learn more about or see in person, which is, I bet you'll have some real strong takes, you know, for our Monday show of, man, that guy's hard to ignore, and I might just jump on him at 20 if he's there. Right, right. Um, If it's Corral and Kenny Pickett still on the board, a lot of Steeler fans are going to go nuts. They would lose their mind. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's the wrong pick. Doesn't mean it's the wrong pick, right. Uh, At 21, the Patriots take – Cornerback Andrew Booth from Clemson. Okay. They could lose J.C. Jackson, who's a high-ticket free agent, and they're very corner-centric there. I mean, their defense is built around strong corner play. Right, right. At 22, the Raiders take Chris Olave, wide receiver out of Ohio State. I guess that's fine. Yeah, I mean, again, they just hired McDaniels. We haven't done much coaching uh, conversation with these new coaches, but – I would imagine he'll want a sharp route runner like Alave. Yeah. Well, he would make a lot of sense though for the the Patriots as well. I and mean, they just, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they Maybe need, that's a lot. They, they need wide receivers bad. Um, at twenty three, the Cardinals take guard Kenyon Green out of Texas A and M. Yeah, and we talked about Zion Johnson. What last segment? 
I think those two are fighting to be the first pure guard off the board. Yeah, I agree. Uh, at 24, the Cowboys take cornerback Roger McCreary out of Auburn. Okay. I mean, they have digs. I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, their second cornerback spot this year was their downfall. Yeah. No, that, that is a need. I mean, they, I can't, I can't remember the, the poor guy's name now, but he had like 72 pass interference penalties. <laughs> <laughs> not, not ideal. Yeah. Um, at 20, they got to start thinking about rebuilding that offensive line though, too. Without question. I yeah. mean, I don't know how much Tyron Smith can be holding around. Right. Boy, if he retires too this year. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Hall of Fame class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back well, to that again. Uh, at 25, the Bills take Kair Elam, cornerback out of Florida. Toolsy guy. Um, I haven't done a ton of work on him yet, but I mean, he is supposed to be a height, weight, speed phenom from what I yeah. understand. And they need somebody opposite Tredavious White. Um, and White's I think the corner is a great chance to be their first pick. White's going to be coming back off a major injury. So, yeah. At 26, the Tennessee Titans take Traylon Burks, the big wide receiver out of Arkansas. Imagine that. Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, and Traylon Burks. Sure fits what they look for. I mean, I, I mean, guess A.J. Brown's about as good a comp as you can get for Burks. I mean, he's a big physical tackle breaker. They hand him the football time sometimes, block for Derrick Henry a little bit. I don't know if it'll even last that long. I have a feeling his stock's going to start roaring. I think so too. And boy, yeah. if that were the case, uh, a lot of five foot ten cornerbacks would not like to play the Tennessee Titans. No, I mean they're all about physicality. We know without that. a doubt. Yeah, that would add to it. At uh, twenty-seven, the Buccaneers take Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. They could be a quarterback spot. Yeah, I can't imagine Trask is going to be the starter. Next I, I can't imagine Kenny Pickett falls out of the first round. That too. Great point. Or Willis, to be honest with or, you. Yeah, either one. Right. They could but be the Dotson, top. I guess Dotson would be your Godwin replacement. Yeah, but they could be the top two quarterbacks taken in this draft. And they I haven't, they haven't been taken yet. Yeah. At 28, the Packers take Bernard Raymond, the tackle out of Central Michigan. Packers take. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they've had a lot of shuffling there. Uh, Bakhtiari's probably on the back nine. You could use a right tackle in the meantime. Yeah, that would make some sense. Yeah. At 29, the Dolphins take with their second pick. Uh, or This uh, this would be their first. Their first. first. Yeah, they, get the, they got this one from uh, the Niners. Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. We briefly talked about him last segment. I think there's a chance he emerges from the Senior Bowl as the best player there. I mean, I, I think he if he passes the test there, I think he could knock on the door with those top three tackles to go, you know, well before the Steelers pick at 20. Yeah. Yeah. It's a possibility. At 30, this is a new name. The Kansas City Chiefs take edge rusher Cameron Thomas from San Diego State. Hmm. Interesting. He's kind of that Cam Jordan type of dude, you know, a big end, a base end in the old days, you know, four three base end over the tight end. But nowadays, he's going to be the movable chess piece all over your D-line, you know, picking on a weaker guard or whatever, length, size. Yeah, that that makes some sense. Yeah, as I mentioned before, they have 24 unrestricted free agents. Yeah. Not going to be able to resign them all. No. Certainly, and, they and might not be able to resign. Gone. Might not be able to resign a quarter of them. Right. I mean, he could be Frank Clark's fill-in replacement, and he bumps in next to Chris Jones on throwing downs type of thing. Yeah. Uh, at 31, 
The Bengals take Daniel Falele, the massive human being out of Minnesota. No matter what, if that's not an offensive lineman, I'll probably be critical of the Bengals. It's what they have to do. I mean, they have to do. Go sign two in free agency and draft another one. Yeah. I mean, they, they have to fix their offensive line. They cannot allow Joe Burrow to continue to be hit the way yeah. he's, he's held up, uh, you know, to it uh, thus far, except for the, the knee injury. Um, you can't allow him to continue to be abused like that, or you are not going to have him around uh, for more than 10 years. hundred percent. And that would be, that would be a, a crime. Um, so yeah, that, that's one that they, they have to upgrade at. If the Rams win the Super Bowl, the Detroit Lions would have the last pick of the first round. Wow! Yeah, yeah they're yeah. sitting there. They're, they're right now. They're sitting at thirty-one or thirty-two. Yeah, they're like didn't quite work out. Yeah, we traded our quarterback away. <laughs> if we get win a Super Bowl, yeah, yeah, we have the second. So they're going to have two picks here pretty quickly because they'll have the oh, second. Yeah, right. They'll, they'll be picking know. again in a minute. Um, but with this this pick at thirty two, they take Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty. I think that'd be a perfect I, landing spot. I don't think there's any way on God's green earth that he lasts that long. No, or Pickett for that matter, who didn't get or picked Pickett, who draft, didn't but, get picked at all. But if you're this, the Lions and you can take a a guy put a, a with a fifth year option possibility at thirty one, thirty two, let him sit behind Goff for as long as needed, and that's a great way to. Yeah, quarterback. Yeah, but even if he's the perfect fit for them, because he's so. he's not going to be ready to start right away. Right, and they can right. you know they can again they have golf you mm-hmm. know, and then maybe be, you draft a receiver two picks from now. Right, right. You know what I mean? Get a star at the top, and weren't many receivers taken in this draft in the first round? We saw a big gap between the offensive tackles at the top of the draft, True. and then the the three offensive tackles that were taken later. I don't see that happening either. No, I think some of these guys at the senior bowl are going to gain steam and you know, narrow that gap a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. I, um, I don't, for example, I don't see the Cardinals. I don't see Kenyon Green being the, the fourth offensive lineman taken in this draft. No, I don't, I don't see. A, I don't see a guard going before those three tackles. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, one of those tackles will probably lose a little steam. Two of them will probably gain some steam, and you'll take them ahead of you know the guards probably yeah i mean that's, that's just the say. it's never sexy um but that's usually the Works. way it goes yep and it's smart those guys are hard to find you do not want to be on the free agent market looking for your ta- starting tackles yeah in fact i i think you know if the chargers is a perfect landing spot you can get you can get corners in the second round you can't get the fourth best tackle right class right, right. Uh, no there's a lot of spots I mean, Pittsburgh for sure. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's, there's definitely some spots. Um, no, I like the Charger fit. Yeah. Um, you know, so we'll see. Uh, that's that's just, again, another uh, another site. That was the Pro Football Focus mock draft. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much they weigh. Up. I don't know how much they weigh their own grades and stuff and that stuff, though. I, I don't either. I, I'm sure they do it a little differently than everyone else and, you know, look at their college grades and, I think they even go so far as to grade reps at the senior bowl and things like that too. I think they yeah. do part of their draft coverage. Um, odd though. I think that the headline of that one is, you know, Pickett didn't go. Well, I'm looking here. I, I just called up their overall rankings, position yeah. rankings. They have Corral ranked as the number one quarterback. Okay. They have met 16 on their big board. They have Pickett ranked at 20 on their big board at number two. 
Sam Howell at number three and 31 on their big board. Ritter, who they had getting taken ninth. Ritter was taken at ninth by Denver. He's 36th on their big board. Okay. I mean, Um, I don't know if they see that there's some connection between Denver and Ritter. And I mean, maybe, maybe, you know, that that, that's what they'd be looking for. But that is going to be what happens though in this draft. I mean, because these guys are all, I mean, if you look at the rankings for these guys, okay. So they have Corral ranked 16th, Pickett 20th, Howe is 31st, Ritter 36th, Malik Willis is 39th, Carson Strong is 41st. And then there's a big drop off to the next one. They have Tanner McKee from Stanford as their next guy. He's at okay. 83. So you got the, those six, those top six guys are on the top 41 players. It, it seems like strong is pretty clearly the last one of that group for now. Um, but I can't really in very late January, early February, blame anyone for whatever order they have those guys in. I think that it's going to become a lot clearer starting like tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, beauty is going to be in the eye of the beholder. What are you looking for in your offense? Um, you know, do you do you want the pure drop back passer that we, we can run a little bit? Um, again, Pickett's hand size is going to come into play. Can he? Yeah. You know, even though he played at Pitt, he played right, right. he played in weather. It's not like you know, the weather was perfect at Pitt. And, and you know, the most tape of him too. He's the most experienced and right, you know, right. Was it ever an issue throughout his career? Yeah, so it's that's it's all going to be interesting and. You know, again, what are you looking for in your quarterback? Are you looking for a guy who does a lot of the the read option stuff? Are you looking for somebody who's a again a pocket passer who can run a little bit? Are you looking for a guy who's who you know his his first read isn't there? He's going to take off and run. Um, I think that's a little bit of Ritter to a degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, an obvious huge key too is the interview process. You know, yeah. and all the personality stuff. I mean, especially at that position, but all positions. Of course, quarterbacks first and foremost there, but uh, who is it? It's the Jets and Lions that are working with, are they the coaching staffs? Yes. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm sure that's a huge Lion thing is who's our favorite person of the group, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to want a guy that's going to want to bite kneecaps. Yeah. I'm sure that's going to be a tough-minded <laughs> guy. That much I know. I'm not sure what style they're after, but I know that's going to be a tough dude. Yeah, right. Um, you know, and that could change the dynamic. Think about that division. Uh, it, you know, if all of a sudden Rodgers leaves and uh, let's say Minnesota does something at the quarterback position, Cousins is no longer in the equation. Hmm. All of a sudden you got Justin Fields and three new guys. Yeah, Jeff, right, right. Or Justin I mean, Fields and Jared Goff uh, and two new guys. The Chicago have the most stable quarterback situation. It's possible. Which is nobody has ever said in the history ever of football. History of the world. Right, right. <laughs> Jordan Love, you know, we don't even know anything about him yet. He's going to year three. <laughs> that's just the way it goes, though. I mean, that's the quarterback position in a nutshell. You got to find out about these guys. Um, that's why, to me, you know, when, when when people were talking about, well, the Steelers needed to draft a quarterback two years ago. Well, if you had drafted a quarterback two years ago, you wouldn't. You 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 still It'd wouldn't know Jordan Love situation. You wouldn't know anything about him. Right. You're sitting there in the third year and you don't even know if you should pick up his fifth year option type. Of right. You know, right. Like you, you haven't figured much out by that. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you. That, that to me, like I keep bringing up Jordan Love, like th- that situation's getting sticky all of a sudden in, in, in Green Bay. Like what if Rogers says, I'm going to be around one more year. It's like, okay, well, what do we got with this guy? Should we just dump him for a third round pick to Washington or Pittsburgh or Tampa or somebody? Whoever or, wants him, you know, it, yeah. Atlanta. Get him out of here yeah. or, or are we going to hang with him and pick up his fifth year option and don't know if he's good or not? 
Right. Um, you know, and so that's, that's all part of the equation here, but, uh, Matt, that's going to do it for today's show. So all right. appreciate your time with that. Uh, obviously, uh, we'd like to thank, uh, thank you for taking part in the show. And uh, I'd like to thank uh, all of our listeners out there for listening to this edition of the drive on Steelers nation radio.